It's now time for the Mindset Motivator with Chris Simons. Quick short tips to help improve your life. And now, here's Chris Simons. First, I want to say, Joel, thank you. And I know there's many people like myself and you know, many people around Australia that are really, really, you know, supporting and getting behind people like yourself, um, voicing up and having the courage because it's fucking, not only is it hard work, it's, it can be intimidating, it can be scary, it can be emotional, it can be draining and, you know, we need people like yourself so thank you very much, man. My pleasure, man. Honestly, it's, uh, I wouldn't, you know, I was, I, was walk, I was walking in the park today and a couple of people that recognised me. Um, and that really encourages as well. But it's not about, honestly, it's not about me, man. Like, I get the energy to do this because I see people and I see the value that it gives them. So, um, you know, it's very important to me that, you know, I deliver on the things that I'm, you know, pushing for and, and all of that. So, yeah, now look, it, it does come with great risk. It does come with, you know, risks mm. legally or financially or, you know, even uh, ridicule or hit pieces in the media. Just like with Craig Kelly, you know, it's it's for the people, honestly, man. I, and the moment the moment it isn't, you'll know. Yeah, man. And you know, I saw you were on a live the other day saying that you know I put my own health on the side. You know, I'm not sleeping much. I'm doing as much as possible because it's right now. It's like we've got this window of opportunity where it's like it's at the tipping point, right? It's like at this tipping point of which way is it going to go. And we need to keep the foot down. So this is another reason why we're doing this. There's a lot of people, man, uh, they're really looking for fucking hope. There's so many people that have reached out. I'm sure they've reached out to you millions of times. You know, what do I do, Joel? What do I do, Chris? I'm losing hope. What do we do, right? Even people that have had the jab, right? And I'll say this, that we'll use code words for certain things. Let's talk about yourself, Joel, just quickly, you know, so we can get a gauge. You know, who is Joel? Where are you from? I know a little bit about you. I know that you lost your job during this COVID, these C-Vid times. Um, I actually saw you at the first rally doing your little inspirational speech up there. I was right there down the bottom and that was kind of like, I saw you in social media, but that was the first time I saw you in real life. And it was inspirational, man. But yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm glad you actually heard the speech. A lot of people didn't hear what I said until I posted it because I had the audio on yeah. me at the time. Yeah. But um. But yeah, no. What What got me started was um. So I worked in construction and property development for the last eight years. As you said, I lost my job because of the first round of lockdowns. You know, when the lockdowns came in, and government weren't providing leadership, and business and banks had uncertainty. A lot of the funding from the banks got tightened up, so I ended up losing my job because of that, because a lot of projects weren't going to go forward. And I was like, okay, that's fine. No, no, it's fine. You can take my job. It's fine. just means that those in the media that have been pushing the propaganda, I'm coming after your jobs in alternative media, and I'm going to make sure that we elect parliamentarians that have a spine that will stand up to this and say mm -hmm. no to the media. So that was sort of what kicked me off in about August last year. It's really driven me, but I've been following politics like on and off for the last five years. I used to be a progressive, a lefty. I used to support Black Lives Matter. Before it was cool, back in 2016, 2017. And then you took the red pill, right? You took the red pill. <laughs> yeah, I took the red pill um, when I realized there was another side to it. And I started reanalyzing a ton of different things, uh, just like my presuppositions about Trump. Uh, and it turns out there was more to the story. So ever since then, I've sort of had a healthy, you know, that little voice in the back of my head that was the old lefty. That's, it's still, you know, I still got some statistics that stay in the back of my mind. And it helps me keep a balanced approach when I, 
when I move forward and uh, and correct myself where I need to because the biggest problem we've got right now is a lot of people they're in their echo chambers mm-hmm. and they're not hearing the other side and when that happens no one wins because you need two eagles you need to, you need two wings on an eagle so that it flies mm-hmm. um, and, and that's that's what's happening in this country we're, we're not listening to each other and we've got an ever expanding chasm so I was trying to solve that when I first sort of got into this and uh, provide a more intellectually honest discussion getting into it. Yeah, I love that, man. And, you know, and everybody listening and watching is that, you know, Joel has self-admitted that he was on one side and that it's okay to change at any point in time. You can change your views, your beliefs. It's okay, right? And I think, you know, a lot of people get their ego involved and they might think there's an inkling of, wait on, maybe this side that I'm supporting isn't so great, but I'm too far this way now. How can I go over this side? I'm going to look like an idiot right? So it's okay to say, you know, I I don't really support this anymore. Things change because I know many people support, you know, labor and now they've gone, fuck that. Labor is not labor anymore. Like it's, it's not what it used to be, right? So times change and it's okay to change. So, you know, I applaud you for that. You know, how, how long have you felt like this job? Like how long have you, you know, since you've just lost your job or was it kind of a precursor? What, what, how long have you been feeling this way? Look, it's been a while, I'll be honest. Uh, I've, been, I've been keeping track of a lot of the stuff that's been going on yeah. in the country. And, um, and uh, you know, I never thought I'd be the one that would be like a YouTuber or an influencer. It kind of gave me the chills, if, if, you, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And um, just thinking about it, you know, uh, I didn't want to be, it just felt like just such a tacky sort of thing to do. And here I am. I saw a lot of YouTubers trying to do it in 2019 and 2018. I thought, you know, I could probably do a better job. And so I started to get involved and, you know, try and do some stuff, some videos here and there. And then it wasn't until I lost my job that I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a solid crack because it's not going to be another five months before I have the same job that I just lost. When I lost my job, there was so many people above me with higher jobs that were saying, we need to find a job too. And I was like, I'm competing with a, a higher market. I'm going to pivot a bit. I'm going to take a break from construction. I've been in it for eight years. And uh, yeah, that was sort of where I went from there. Yeah, man, and I'm seeing in the comments, many people are saying, we love your videos, you're made for it. And this is the kind of thing, like even myself, I didn't start talking about this kind of stuff until the last kind of two or three months. When it become like full lockdown in Sydney, you know, because I'm in Sydney and, you know, as soon as that, I was like, nah, this is now really, really, really sus. I saw what's happening in Melbourne, but now this is happening right now here and you can see what's happening in Queensland, WA and the rest of the world. And then, you know, I went down the rabbit hole as such and it just blew my mind. Like, you know, and there was a lot of cognitive dissonance where I was like, this can't be right, right? Like, you're literally getting out of the matrix. You know, it makes you angry. It makes you sick. It makes you confused. You know, knowing the truth of what what the fuck? Like, how did I not know about this? You're so ignorant to the truth. So, yeah, let's let's go down the rabbit hole. What Like, that's a big, big question. What do you think about this, you know, whole agenda? What is this agenda about? Let's let's go down there. Now look, let's be clear. There is a group called uh, the World Economic Forum, uh, the globalists uh, who are pushing this great reset going on around the country, mm-hmm. as well as other countries around the world. This has been in the makings for a very long time. You know, I think it's three or four months ago I did an expose on this group called Reset Australia. 
And they're an organization that's committed to resetting, resetting the way that we have a democracy in the country. Mm-hmm. That includes combating foreign interference in elections, combating um, misinformation online, and combating you know, uh, hateful groups that are online. And I, I, I went out of my way to basically say, no, no, this is, this is not okay. And I see what you're doing. And I started doing some digging into this organization called Reset Australia because I was very suspicious that they might have some links to... Their role is basically to talk with big tech and government and censor and work together to achieve their goals. And I was really concerned about that because... Did their goals also include getting people like Craig Kelly, a federal MP, uh, taken off Facebook and Instagram? Because if they did, you need to remember that Reset Australia, if you look into their funding, a lot of their sponsors are large overseas donors. And so that would be foreign interference, which is something that they swore that. It's a whole contradiction of what you're about. Exactly. And let me entertain the conspiracy theorists in the audience, because I consider myself one as well, even though I give... We're, we're, we're a broad umbrella and there's some conspiracy theories like the QAnons that I give crap all the time to. But we're all, we're all family. Yeah. So one really suspicious thing about this organization, and everyone, I want you to listen to this, is it was established a month before Event 201. Do you remember which month Event 201 was in, in 2019? No, I don't. I think it was August or October. Yeah. So Event 201, what it is, is it's a simulation where they literally, they, they, they simulate how would big tech, big business, government tackle a COVID-like scenario. Mm. And so that was like... In 2019. In 2019. Now, hang, hang on a sec. Hang on, hang on a sec. In 2019. So this is before docu- it's documented that co-vid is a thing. And so... We've got them starting in, let's say, uh, I think it was August, Event 201. Actually, no, people are saying October 18, 2019, to, to, uh, Event 201. Thank you so much, the sleepy mum. October 18, 2019. So you've got that. A month before that, there's this guy who's on the board of Reset Australia. I forgot his name. And this is all in my, in my expose. And he was starting to work on Reset Australia. So why was he? Why did he start a month before two hundred one, and like three or four months before Co Vid shows up? What's going on? Sounds like a conspiracy, Joel. Sounds like a conspiracy. Exactly, and you know what? I've got to do a follow up video on that because we've got. I did that before the last financial year, so I've got their old financials, which only showed like sixty thousand dollars in expenditure, yeah. which is very sus because it's a not it's a not for profit. They have to show everything. They have like eight board members and four staff. $60,000? Are you kidding me? That's mm. what you're doing? I, I, I'm sure that there's got to be more money there. So I want to see if their next tax, tax returns come out, uh, which I think they're coming out soon. Yeah. And it's fucking crazy that people like yourself have to do this to uncover the truth. Like, where, where is our government, right? What, like, where are they? That's what they're for. And... You know, so let's 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 talk about as we're still in the rabbit hole. C vid. Do you believe it's a uh, man-made virus? And if so, why, where, who, what? Yeah, I I subscribe to the same worldview as um, uh, Shari Markson when it comes to the, the not not the solutions, but the origins of it. I, I back what she's been saying about it coming out of a lab mm-hmm. in uh, Wuhan. And um, I also support Dr. And, you know, there, even before she sort of started ringing the bells on this, 
I also support biologists who actually looked at this and looked at research from other evolutionary biologists and they analyzed this virus. And what one example was um, Brett Weinstein, if you've heard of Brett Weinstein Biology. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. He, went, he went on to Bill Maher's show and he started looking at it and he said, well, it's actually looking more likely that it was made in a lab. And, you know, whether it was accidentally released or intentionally released, he didn't really say, but it, this is not good. And look, the, I, the way I land on it is I say that it was unintentionally released. I think it was an accident. I think that it was man-made. And, uh, and, you know, whatever benefits they were trying to get out of it, it was terrible because if anyone that was listening to the internal dialogue in China at the time, and I was, I've learned this from talking with people who are in the CCP, in the, in the upper parts of the CCP, they were telling me that no, they were really worried that it got out because more than ever, more than ever in, in the last maybe 20 years in, in, in China, people were questioning the competency of the government. Mm. They were questioning... And then they were starting to rise up. And so what ended up happening was all of the leadership in uh, the Hubei province got fired. All of them from the CCP. They said, you guys screwed up. This is not okay. You're all gone. And, that's, and that was it. And so at one point in January, um, Xi Jinping himself was in, um, in Wuhan. And at this point, they, they didn't quite blow the whistle on, on the... On the uh, on the situation that there was human to human transmission, yeah, and so China used China used and the CCP used this virus to get ahead, and this is the story of every government around the world. You never let a good crisis go to waste. You oh, never let it go to waste. Nah. and that's exactly that's exactly what's been what people have been doing. And there's a lot of people listening right now. I'm reading the comments saying, "What about ICAC, John? What about ICAC?" So in New South Wales, an example of how governments using it to their own benefit. Is the premier? She's she's using COVID. She's using this Kodashvit virus to actually subvert what's going on. She wants to allow for the ICAC football to be kicked down the road because she doesn't want to be thrown under the bus for this corruption stuff. But this is the thing: she can only delay it for so long because democracy always wins out in the end. I yeah, I think so. And going through Wuhan, did you watch the documentary the other night with Trump in it? Did you watch it? It was on... Um... That, 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 that was Shari Markson on Sky, on Sky News. Yeah, I haven't actually gotten around to oh, it. Yeah. i listening to her and her books and all that. Yeah. So what you were saying is um, very, very on the money um, about how they've investigated it. And it's definitely... They were definitely playing with the C-Vid viruses. And they had a bat is number top, uh, 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 up the top of the, of the virus. Then it comes down... And they're saying they put, I think it was like an armadillo. They put the spike dash proteins in of an armadillo. And then it came into this, what we have now as C-vid. And they reckoned that there was possibilities that it got out by accident and all this kind of shit. Um, but at the same time, nobody got warned. And this was around the same time there was um, the global leaders were there. And there was the uh, Olympian. What was it? What was going on at that time? Um... There was something where the whole world was over there. Like, it was like perfect timing. Perfect, perfect timing. Um, so, I think it's too much of a coincidence. And, like, as you're saying, you know, we can look at decades. They've been talking about great resets and all this kind of shit, you know, for decades, literally. And have you seen The Fall of Cabal? Have you seen that documentary? No, I haven't. That's I think I sent it to you. Oh, man. I think you did. It's a I huge rabbit hole, but yeah, it goes in um, in that. But 
Yeah, and then, you know, when we're going into, you know, they don't want to waste a good, um, you know, a, a good pandemic, pandemic. you know, now let's talk about, you touched on it, you know, ICAC. I'm just seeing now, I actually saw video proof, was on mainstream media, saying that they actually have approved it. Like, it's a step forward of removing ICAC out of the situation, which sounds like, to me, that's corruption on top of corruption. It's like... It's unbelievable. Like it's like, how did how can this pass? It can't. We can re we can reverse this. We can reverse this. Everyone that's listening, re relax, relax. It's gonna we're gonna get this under control. If you think that the Labor Party is gonna let them get away with this, as well as the internal Liberal Party, like the grassroots of the Liberal Party, they're not gonna stand for this. You know, the friendly Geordies of the world, just like he's he's like me on the other side times ten. He's got a massive following. Yeah. yeah. He, is not going to stand for this. He was one of the first people that called the ICAC stuff out. And that was when I started tuning into it. And there is no way the Premier is going to get away with this stuff. We're going to remove these laws. We're going to bring ICAC back because we need a body like that that's independent, that's going to look into all corrupt... Has to. ...what stripe they wear. And, and, that's, and that's the thing, man. They're not going to get away with this. And they can only... These are all delay tactics. They can only delay it for so long. They can only delay it for so long. We have council elections coming up this year and this is going to be a great litmus test and i'm looking for a lot of people are asking me who should we who should we vote for in these council elections joel i'm looking for the right candidates so we can get, get some of them in front of the camera but i want to back some of these ones because it's going to be the first rebuke against this liberal government and don't be under no illusion be under no illusion at all the new south wales liberal party is in a civil war right now. No one can see what's going on, but I've got contacts with the Liberal Party, just like every party. On the back burner. In the Liberal Party, in the, on, like, they are having at it. They've got lots of different factions. It's not a monolith. You've got tens of thousands of members, over 30,000 members or something. They're all fighting right now to get power, and, to, and a lot of them are trying to get Gladys out. In fact, the majority. So it's really interesting to see how that's playing out. And the Premier, because you... There's a lot of things with branches and stacking that a lot of people, I need to bring you up to speed on, mm. um, but we're going to do that in time. But it's going to, it's going to end badly for the Premier. We've got the council elections. Yeah. We've got all these lawsuits that are coming up on the 30th. Yeah. Council elections there, there, I think, in December. We've also got the federal election. Yeah. Possibly May, ne May next year, maybe sooner. And then we've got the state election in 2023 in over a year's time. And that's when we will be given the opportunity to throw, you know, any government out we want. But what I'm hoping for in New South Wales is that we get uh, Dominic Perrottet, who says, I don't want to see two cities and blah, 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 blah. And I think, okay, good. If that's what you want to do, then do that. And maybe we won't throw you out in 2023. But if yeah. you betray us, we're, we're going we're gonna to get the United Australia Party in, One Nation in, and the Liberal Democrat Party in, and any other party that wants to challenge you bastards. Because... You cannot delay this forever. We still have our vote in this country. Even if the Americans don't, we do here. That's the truth of it. Great. And, you know, it's got to be winding down, you know, Hazard, Chant, Gladys. You know, they've got all these Supreme Court. There'd be all these hearings. It'd be draining their fucking energy. Like, it'd be very hard to shop every day to face C-Vid, what's going on there. And then in the background, they're getting slammed. And, you know, Supreme Court... They'd have to go over documents and there'd be all sorts of shit that would be sucking them down, the energy down.
So, you know, there's a lot of people, again, they, they like, it was only a couple of weeks ago, people were like, man, I've lost hope. I don't think we're doing the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just trust me. Keep going. Hold the fucking line. We keep saying it. It's coming. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. Right? And, yeah, and, and, and like, like you say, behind the scenes, people, like, it's like a, what do they say, that uh, metaphor? The duck, right? On the top, the duck's all calm. At the bottom, their legs are fucking kicking. And that's what I'm sure, you know, where we're getting at here is, you know, Gladys, Hazard, Chant, they are pedaling like fuck underneath, right? So don't lose hope, guys. We are fucking definitely turning the tide. Before we get out of the rabbit hole, who do you think is responsible? Like, you know, a lot of people, there's talk of like, I've done research on, you know, the elites, like the Roth Dash Childs, Roth Delcafellas, you know, those kind of things, you know. How do you think they play into this? You know, like the Free Dash Masons, all these kind of people that are like, they own like 55% of the global's wealth, like less than 1% of the population, you know, own. And they've got ties everywhere. Um, so I don't know how deep you can go with that. Um, but yeah, wh what do you think? Who's responsible? Like, do you think, you know, Gladys is actually tied to people in, you know, uh, how do I say, the big dash farmer? You know, how do you think they're all tied in? Do you think they're actually working together? Like, and Clive Palmer has something for them. I personally don't go that far down the rabbit hole. I don't. I talk about what I see in front of me. Let's talk about the free Dash Masons for two seconds. This isn't a group I know much about, but I know people that know a lot about them. In New South Wales, I don't know about the other states, but in New South Wales, they're not as strong as people think. And to think that they are there and you're chasing them, you're going to find nothing. It's like you're going to find like 10% of what you were expecting. And that's a problem because then we've got people pursuing things that aren't actually as strong as you think. What you need to um, understand as people that are trying to bring about freedom is there are real opponents here, but they're pushing their own agendas. You never let a good crisis go to waste. So the Premier is using it for ICAC. Dan Andrews is using it for his means. The CCP are using it to, to push the, you know, the CCP in for, you know, the next hundred or thousand years, because that's how far they think. America's pushing it for their interest. And, you know, because this, this is the story of history. Shit happens. And people manipulate that stuff in a way that they want to, to further themselves. And so when it comes to, you know, this big cabal that's going on, and let me, let me bring this up, there are groups that are saying that we have a sort of a blueprint for you to follow. And so you get your, you know, the health minister like Greg Hunt in his office, he has the, the, Glow, the Great Reset book. But, you know, in Australia, we've got professors of our own that are, that are after us. You know, this is a reset, resetting Australia after the pandemic recession. It's the sort of stuff I'm talking about. Like, it's not like it's... You don't have to be a mason. It's in our own backyard. Exactly. You can just be a communist that's trying to bring this stuff over here. And look, when you look at the stuff, the plans they've got for the financial system and demolishing the country and resetting everything, and, you know, it's not okay. It's, it's not okay. And I guess the point I want to make is it's all fine and well to look at what's going on around us, but don't let it draw all of your attention. Focus on what's in front of you yeah. Keep track of what's going on behind you. Keep track of both. But don't have all your energy there. Keep your energy in what exactly. we need here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what are you going to do about, you know, the Roth Dash Childs? What are you going to do about them? Mm. Is that within your purview? And so that's something that I learned from Jordan Peterson. Think what's happening around you and think about what you can control around you. Because you can't control what happens in the UK or America. That's just the truth of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I love chatting about Americans. It's the, 
it's my favorite thing to do. That's what I built my, my following off originally. But it's it's not, you can't control it. And so it's important to recognize that there are things happening in your states and you need to work out how to fight those things. And uh, and that's, yeah, and that's, that's the reality. And look, you know, I'm not a part of a member of any party or anything. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to guide people and be like, what do you want to get done? Do you want to support the Greens? Do you want to support, you know, freedom? Do you want to support X, Y, or Z? Best way to do it. Yeah. Like a consultant. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. And because the thing is, with you know um, politics, many people, especially in Australia, don't know who the fuck they're even voting for. What's going on? Like you know, places like America are way more patriotic compared to Australians. But obviously, they've got you know hundreds and centuries above us, right? We've got a way newer country. But things like this is where it builds. You know, people now are actually going through this kind of shit. That, you know, Americans have been going in for, you know, hundreds of years, right? So, I know you're, you know, in close with um, Craig Kelly. How do you see with, I saw what Clive Palmer put out the other day, saying that he's got evidence that Gladys is on the take. Uh, my, like, literally, like, I was saying this months ago, and I was like, 100% there's corruption going here. The way this is happening, 100%. Then... When he said that, I was like, no, wait, what? He's actually come out and said that? What? He has to have evidence. Like, he can't, like, he could get done for defamation or something saying this. Like, he'd have to have proof. And I was so excited. And then I hear this thing about ICAC and all that. I'm like, no way. You can't, you can't sleep. Do you see that, though? Do you see that? It's not, I know you're, you're, gonna, you're about to come to your question, but that's my point. Sometimes it's not a big grand cabal. Sometimes it's just money. The funders of those, that of that, because what, what did he say? He said, there's a broker that is a donor to the uh, Liberal Democrats. So that is a donor to the Liberal Party. Lobbyist also works for the providers of the jabs in, in this country. The fact of the matter is, guys, you know, it's not as complex as you might think. It's, it's, this is how sad it is. It's right there. It's in your face because this is the arrogance of these people. Um, and if there's one thing I've learned about evil, it's that when they're that you know sort of blatant about it, it means that it's, their hubris will be their downfall. Just like with Hillary Clinton in 2016, her hubris was her downfall. She thought she was going to win. Yeah. And she got smashed. She got smashed. But, um, yeah. yeah. Dirty laundry everywhere. Yeah. So so I guess what you were going to say was, what do I think about those accusations? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 What do you think? Yeah. Look, I, I, I can't wait to see, you know, something substantive come out about it. And you know what? I think he's going to, I think he, I hope he does something with it. I really do. But um, he was right, you know? Well, man, you know, that holds a lot of weight and he's got deep, deep pockets. And I know he's a man that's not going to want to just give up. People like him and Craig Kelly and likes of yourself and um, your mate Romeo on Instagram, he goes hard, you know, and we need more and more people like that, right? We need more and more. And I've seen that there's a massive tide is turning. More and more people are speaking up. More and more people are realizing I've been had. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Motivator with Chris Simons. If you want to take your life to the next level, check out chrissimonscoaching.com.